from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Tossed Popcorn is a production of iHeartRadio. Guten Tag. I'm Liana Holston. And I'm Sienna Jekyll. And welcome to Tossed Popcorn, the podcast where two idiots watch every film on the American Film Institute's 100 Greatest Goddamn Movies of All Time, the very slightly less racist 10th Anniversary Edition. This podcast is a safe space for people who don't know anything about movies. Today, we're watching Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Duck, happy, sneezy, dopey. <laughs> what funny names for children. Number 34 on the <laughs> AFI list. <laughs> Warning, there will be spoilers about this snowy hmm, old film. <laughs> Have you seen on TikTok how people are, they're putting ussy at the end of words? Like they said about Andrew Garfield, oh, he put his whole garfussy into that. (laughs) I feel like you just put your whole (laughs) jacussy into hitting the end of dwarfs. I was so surprised to find that it ended in an F and not a V. (laughs) The world needs to know. Yeah. Any content warnings? We'll be talking about harmful tropes against people with dwarfism. Mm Mm-hmm. Sienna, uh-huh. when had you last seen, I, I presume you had seen Snow White? That is a presumption. Oh, that is correct. Oh, God. <laughs> it had been a while. Yeah. I, that's usually one where I think I've had the opportunity to watch it since I was a child, and oh. I went, eh. Who's out here presenting you the opportunity? A lot of people. Whoa. A lot more people than you'd think. What about you? I have no memory of watching this film. I know it, and I know I've seen it, but I must have been the youngest of ages. Yeah. A lot did not come flooding back to me, I I will say. Yeah. The only animated film I remember watching is Fantasia because I was afraid of that gargoyle and we had it on VHS and I didn't know how to stop it. So my mom was like, just come upstairs when the gargoyle comes on screen. (laughs) I can't explain right now why it's so funny to me you saying the word gargoyle (laughs) at me. (laughs) There's a gargoyle, (laughs) right? The big gargoyle comes out <laughs> at the end of the since it being all gar- gargoyly, it's gargoyling around. It's putting its whole gargoyle into the scene. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Enough silliness. Let's get into our predictions. Okay, Leon, I want to hear yours first, if you don't mind. Okay. Hi ho, hi ho. Good morning, Sienna. Hi ho. I'm about to watch Snow White. Oh. 
a bitch is gonna sing to some animals and I am thrilled. <gasps> oh my god, what a reprieve. Other things I remember from this movie, Mira Mira on the Wall, who's the fairest of them all. Mm-hmm. And someone is very sleepy, hashtag relatable. And an apple. Oh, an apple. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then she gets kissed awake by a man with no personality. <laughs> oh. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, that was actually a very, very good summary. <laughs> Hearing it back, I think I sort of sharked your own segment. No, it's good. <laughs> so that's, like, I don't recall re- watching this film, but I know all the, the beats, because everybody does. You yeah, know? the story itself is so, so well known. Iconique, as they say in I- Germany. I somehow remember mentioning none of that in my prediction, so let's see what I said. Hi, Liana. I am gearing up to watch Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, Mm. our first animated feature on the list. Woo! Very exciting, very exciting. I (laughs) have seen this film, but of course, but it's been many years, actually, and I recall this being one of my least favorite princess movies, Uh, because even as a kid... The whole mining thing and a woman falling asleep and then singing with a really high voice. All of that read to me as boring. Oh, my God. So it'll be interesting to find out if I still agree with that. Pretty sure the witch is really scary in this based on the Disneyland ride. Okay. Excited to uh, jump into the time machine that is this film. Girl. Okay, love you. Bye. Uh What ride? There is a Snow White ride. What? That I was recently informed they have changed to make more child friendly. Oh my god. But it gets like very dark and there's a creepy queen and they just they made it very very frightening mm. to children. Well, this movie was quite frightening. It felt kind of you mentioned Fantasia and it's like out of all the princess movies, the one that's closest to that and just yeah. being it has gargoyle vibes. Oh, gargoyle. <laughs> Gargoyle. Does my mouth do something weird when I say it? I I have a feeling I think those that that's... Just, it's just a series of noises I don't hear you make very often. <laughs> well, Sienna, mm-hmm. please, if you would, could you please, I would love mm-hmm. a summary of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. But of course, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Mm-hmm. An evil queen gets mad when her stepdaughter, Snow White, is ranked hotter than her. Yep! (laughs) The queen puts a hit out on Snow, (laughs) but the huntsman doesn't do his job right. Typical man. (gasps) Instead, he tells Snow White to run! So she does what any woman would do. She goes to the woods and finds seven little men to nag. Oh my god. She lives happily in their cottage for one long day. She makes soup, and the dwarfs wash their hands. (laughs) Meanwhile, the queen woman in stems a disguise for herself. Oh my god! As well as a poisoned apple that she convinces Snow to eat. Snow White is pronounced dead. But she's too hot to bury. And eventually, she is saved by a dreamy prince who likes kissing corpses. The end. (laughs) I am speechless because literally four things you just said are in my phone notes. Really? About this film. (laughs) Too hot to bury. Woman in STEM. (laughs) Her daughter is hotter than her. It's truly what this film oh is about. Oh my god! <laughs> also, I guess one part I did miss is when the dwarves... Dwarfs, surely. Dwarfs. When the dwarfs uh, sort of stampede after... <laughs> <laughs> after the queen. <laughs> oh my god, that's right! And sort of uh, scare her off of a cliff. <laughs> she kind of gets smoked. It's so stupid. <laughs> They scare her off a cliff. <laughs> they really do. Anyway. Them and the cutest little woodland creatures you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. About a hundred of them. <laughs> oh, there were so many bunnies in this movie. I was so happy. <gasps> well, Liana, I am very curious to hear some historical context. Oh my God, I literally forgot. <laughs> That's next. Okay. Um, hi-ho to you. Hi-ho to you. 
Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, the 1937 hit film. Walt Disney Studios' first feature-length film, first feature-length animated film that people, like, lost their butts over. Wow. And it features something called personality animation, where they give each of the seven dwarfs distinct personalities via drawing. And apparently, that's hard to do. They also did it via name. (laughs) Pretty explicit. All right. Okay, but, yes, but, the thing is, you had to, just by looking at them, be able to tell who was who. Wow. Oh, that's very interesting. uh, Also, apparently hard to draw is making the humans walking look like humans walking. Oh. So that was another accomplishment of the film. Um, Snow White canonically is 14. (gasps) And Prince apparently Florian is 31. (laughs) Oh, my God. Whoa. Okay, that is... They didn't have to make him 31. Why? They was animated and they still had to make those problematic like, So she's 14. Well, okay. So this, the tale mm-hmm. is based off of a Grimm's fairy tale by the titular brothers. Mm-hmm. And it's tale 53 in the 1812 collection, Household Tales, Snow White in German. I've been thinking about this all day. <laughs> I saw it. I said, oh my God. I texted it to my parents who sort of speak German. I said, how is this pronounced? They texted it back phonetically. <clears throat> Drum roll, please. Schneeweisen. <laughs> Schneeweisen. <laughs> Weisen. Weisen. Schneeweisen. Wow. Jakob and Wilhelm Grimm mm-hmm. wrote this tale. And in the tale, a mother <laughs> who's pregnant uh, pricks her finger when she's like spinning a thread, th- spinning thread. Spinning wool. And when it bleeds, she's like, oh my gosh, I hope my daughter turns out to have skin as white as snow, lips as red as blood, and hair as black as ebony wood. Then the mom fucking dies right after childbirth. In all versions, the dad remarries and the stepmother is hot as hell and not looking for any rivals. And in some of the versions, when Snow White is seven years old, she is proclaimed the fairest of them all. But in others, it happens when she's 14. Either way, the mirror proclaims her to be the hottest of the two. Right. So the queen in the tale sends her away. The ways in which the Grimm's fairy tale differs from the film is the queen says to the huntsman, go get her, bring me back her heart. I'm going to eat it <laughs> so I can become immortal. Okay, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> She's metal as hell. <laughs> also in the tale... Snow doesn't fucking clean the damn cottage when she arrives. That is not her first instinct. She eats the food that's on the table, drinks some of the wine, and then takes a nap in the comfiest (laughs) bed in the house. Okay, also more awesome. Absolute queen. I would have preferred that, Snow, for sure. The dwarfs in the tale let her stay there in exchange for her being their housemaid. So there is cleaning, but it's like a (laughs) (laughs) work-study arrangement. Room and board, whatever. And she's there in the tale for years. She lives in the cottage. And then eventually the queen finds out and she shows up. And there's this thing in fairy tales because I took it. We studied fairy tales in school and things happen in threes in fairy tales. So in the written tale, the queen shows up three times to the cottage in the woods. The first time she shows up as an old peddler selling lace bodices. And she's like, girl, you got to try on this bodice. And she laces it so tight that snow passes out. And it's not until the dwarfs come home and they unlace it, that she is revived. Then later, somebody else shows up with a poisoned comb and is like, Boral, allow me to comb your hair. And she's like, okay, I'm not supposed to, but all right. Combs her hair, passes out immediately. Dwarfs come back and they're like, oh my God, your hair got poisoned. So they help her. (laughs) Third time, which comes disguised as a farmer's wife with a poisoned apple. Mm. Snow takes a bite of it, immediately passes away. Dwarfs come home. They say, oh no. You died. <laughs> she died. Girl. <laughs> they bury her in a glass coffin. In the written tale, the prince finds her while on a hunting trip. And he says, oh, my God, hello. And decides to take her back to her hometown so that she can, like, rest. And one of the people carrying her glass coffin along the way trips in the Understa- tale. Understandable. And jostles the coffin. And that dislodges the little piece of apple that was in Snow White's throat. <gasps> And that is what revives her. It's not true love's kiss at all. She doesn't get kissed awake, which is also a way better version. She got heimlich posthumously. 
<laughs> While like, on a hike in the woods. So they get married. The queen finds out <gasps> and she goes to the wedding and tries to kill Snow White there. And then her punishment for doing that. The prince makes the queen dance in red hot iron slippers until she dies. <laughs> and that is the end of the tale. Okay, that's amazing. Isn't that so much better? He makes her dance to her death? Uh-huh. Obviously, it's a 1937 film. It is not <laughs> aged perfectly. Walt Disney himself has often been accused, rightfully so, of being racist, of having anti-Semitic tropes in early films, and being extremely sexist. He sent a letter to a woman who applied for a job once in the 30s. He sent a letter to her saying, women don't do creative work <laughs> in the oh studio. God. And just think about like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, made entirely by men, oh. like white men in like Burbank. Yuck. Like, ew. <laughs> and here we all are, the portrayal of dwarfs mm -hmm. in the film. The reason that it is harmful still to this day is because they are known only by their labels. They're not given like full... <laughs> like personalities necessarily they just are like referred to as like sleepy the sleepy dwarf you know right um they're infantilized and they're dehumanized because they are sort of othered in a very extreme way mm -hmm. in this movie and these caricatures are still used as a punchline against people with dwarfism like referencing this film specifically right peter dinklage has spoken out against the remake of snow mm. white because they are remaking the film which is why it's been recently in the in the conversation in the discourse it's supposed to come out maybe 2023 i think and in early 2022 peter dinklage spoke out against it saying like yeah it's great that they cast a latina woman as the lead but you're still fucking doing this thing with People with dwarfism, like what it's, it's yeah. like, why are we remaking this tale that was flawed in the first place? Right. It can't really be without fundamentally changing it to be fully a different story. Absolutely. Changed. It's nuanced. Others in the LP little people community feel differently because, you know, this is a big opportunity for work at one of the biggest studios, if not the biggest studio in the world, this upcoming film. Right. The Disney fix for the problem was they were like okay so actually what we're gonna do is we're just gonna have like completely cgi seven like magical totally different characters so they've <laughs> they've just taken away entirely oh. seven roles for people with dwarfism and re replaced those roles with like cgi so it's like that's not a, a better solution no. to the issue you know the end result now is, well, nobody is being represented. Nobody right. from that community is being represented at all because instead they've been completely written out of the story and replaced with something different. So that's that's sort of putting this 1937 film in like a modern context and why mm -hmm. there are still an, an explanation of why it is important that we acknowledge that it is still causing harm today. Yes. I want to leave this historical context with a quote from The Hollywood Reporter, <laughs> which... <laughs> says, quote, to celebrate the film's success, Walt Disney hosted a weekend long party for his 1400 employees called Walt's Field Day. <laughs> Held at the Lake Norconian Resort near Riverside, California, the June 1938 party escalated into debauchery <gasps> and legend with nude swimming, <laughs> drunk animators falling out of windows and horses inside the hotel. There's never been a Disney party like it since. <laughs> what? Horses inside the hotel. <laughs> Horses got in. Hotel horse. The most vacationing horse in the world. <laughs> wow. There you go. There you go. My God. Okay, Liana, our first animated movie. Uh, 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 I'm wishing. What? How? How to explain this singing style? To the one I love. <laughs> it looked like you were dying. It looked like that was your last breath. Okay, on screen reading, you have written in your phone notes already and in this illegible royal font. So I did not recall this film. Me neither. Starting with the live action book. No. Opening. I guess, you know, that storybook style had to have started somewhere. 
And the font. Uh, Illuminated. (laughs) (laughs) Were you able to read this beginning part easily? Yeah, I was thinking of you (laughs) the whole time. I had to go back twice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, I kind of feel like when I picture this font, I I imagine that this is the way that you, Liana, learned to read. (laughs) Was... (laughs) By reading this sort of royal... This is upsetting. German. It's not that far off. <laughs> okay, my brother literally went to kindergarten in Germany. <laughs> we had a lot of German books growing up. We also had a lot of just fucking old white, like, books from the white Europe countries. <laughs> and that was that font. They really used It's a white font. European font is, is where you can find it on Microsoft Word <laughs> to type in. <laughs> it was easy to read because I was like, oh, I'm You're home. Like, oh, yes. Ah. <laughs> Okay, Liana says, a bitch is singing to animals. The bunnies! They made them so cute, and none of them were in distress. That's all I ask for any animal in any film. (laughs) They were happy the whole time, and in fact, sometimes so happy that they were sort of like doing flips. (laughs) I picture them floating around. (laughs) (laughs) Gravity-free buns (laughs) throughout the forest. (laughs) At some point. She ends up in the forest, mm-hmm. and whatever, and there are hundreds, and hundreds. <laughs> Every bunny on earth has oh. arrived in what the black forest of Germany? I don't know. Bunnies, deer, only chipmunks. cute animals. Yeah, the cute ones and skunks, uh, but cute squirrels, squirrels, and there. Uh, I could only think, boy. Well, of course, the animators were all like getting nude after this because they had to animate. <laughs> They had to animate like 4,000 chipmunks Get per frame. nude. <laughs> All right, uh, okay, boys. <laughs> it's five o'clock. You know what that means. We're going, we got to get nude. <laughs> <laughs> they had some uh, steam to blow off. <laughs> it's somehow the least hot way a person could become naked. Getting nude. Getting uh. <laughs> Animators in the buff. <laughs> that's that's still better than getting nude. Okay. Liana says, <clears throat> the man showing up and shouting the last word of your song. <laughs> do you remember this? I think I do. So this is when Snow White is singing at Into her wishing well. The well sings back and she's about to sing the last note and then a 31-year-old hops over her fence <laughs> and goes, Wah! she goes oh my god i'm 14 what the hell and she sort of runs away in her little scullery outfit yeah and and it's hard for her to do because that's hard to draw (laughs) and then she uh flirtily closes the curtains and says i'll see you when i'm dead (laughs) (laughs) but that's how he's introduced is by interrupting her song that's true he does come in and just scream (laughs) scream the last word of her song steals the thunder never forget fucking florian (laughs) were you singing a song and then a man said we'll be right back from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip i thought in that moment Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed 
my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy, yeah. right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. <laughs> Sienna says, okay, so Snow White has been alive all this time. But today is the day she has become hot enough for the mirror to mention it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we know that the queen asks the mirror, you know. Magic mirror. Magic mirror on, on the, the wall. wall. So, of course, at the beginning, the queen asks the mirror. Magic mirror. Magic mirror on the wall. Who's the who's hot foxiest fox of all? And who's getting nude? <laughs> who's the best at getting nude? <laughs> <laughs> mirror, mirror, my cool dude. Who's the best at getting nude? <laughs> and the mirror, of course, says, he's like, <laughs> he says, <laughs> well, madame, as time has passed, you're no longer best at throwing ass. <laughs> yes. yes. So she's, he's like, you've been checking with me every day for <laughs> ever your whole life. <laughs> But you must be so bored. Girl, it's still you. And then finally today, he's like, actually, as of today, <laughs> this chick is finally hot enough. Like, I wonder what it was that she was doing differently that day. I wonder, maybe she changed her part. Oh, my God. <laughs> today, on the day that Snow White has finally figured out her hair. Yeah. You are no longer the fairest of them all. Okay, but also, mm. that queen was hot, hot as, as hell. hell. <laughs> Unbelievably hot. She was wearing like a widow's peaked cap and oh, she was pulling it off. God, she looked good. This dress, that cape. The cape. Oh. The, this whole story built on a lie because she was definitely the hottest in the land. Far hotter. Girl, you know your Her work. makeup was way better than Snow. Oh, yeah. Snow also looked like a bread roll to me in this animation style. <laughs> yeah. Not much of a face no. <laughs> on her. Literally, she didn't, most of her face didn't have anything on it. <laughs> Majority. <laughs> I don't know how to explain this, but there was too much skin. <laughs> it was like they'd never seen a woman. <laughs> Were they like, she hasn't hit puberty yet, so her face hasn't come in. Right. <laughs> Her face hasn't dropped. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. I know. It is. They say that she's the fairest of them all, and you're like, really? Where is she? <laughs> Snow? Her? I mean, she's she seems nice. <laughs> oh. 
Sienna, you said you can place her heart in this epic box. <laughs> that box was awesome. I wrote something very similar. I don't know what it was, but really? I was like, I love this box. Oh my gosh, you did. You wrote, bring back her heart in this cute little box. It was such a cute little box. You also wrote, honestly, I love this bitch. I love this bitch so much. It was because she's an evil queen, so everything she does is yes, very, queen. very cool. <laughs> so she's like, huntsman, <laughs> I have this epic box. It's got a heart on it with a sword through it. Mm-hmm. I made this box special. Yeah, who made that box, do you think? Probably her, because she has her own little laboratory. I'm sure she has a woodshop of her own. <laughs> a woodshop of one's own. <laughs> Woman's month. I did love when she comes in and she's like, oh, it's so dirty in here and there's stuff everywhere and everything's so small. It must be for children. A pickaxe. <laughs> <laughs> I love that too. She's like, oh, look at all these children things. A little ball, a little shirt, a pickaxe. <laughs> <laughs> Can we discuss quickly? Mm. These dwarfs uh-huh. are every day they get up they mine precious gems. <laughs> Millions worth of what, euros? <laughs> I don't know. Then it was called um, Deutschmarks. The Millions <laughs> of Deutschmarks worth of gems. They gather them up, jewels and jewels. Put them in a bag. Put them in a bag. Throw them in a cave. <laughs> Call it a day. They lock the door of this cave door. <laughs> Put the key <laughs> just outside. Can't forget. <laughs> Send Dopey, their their troubled friend, <laughs> to do all the important things, by the way. <laughs> Every time there is an essential task, they send Dopey. Their and troubled like, friend, whose jacket is too long. Whose shoes are a different color than everyone else's. Did you notice? Was everybody else's shoe the same color? Yes. Did you notice Snow was wearing clogs? When she was a scullery maid? Did she change shoes at some point? She ends up putting on little tiny heels on her tiny, tiny, tiny feet. Oh, that's right. <laughs> feet the size of snow. <laughs> I love I love the mother sort of biffing the yeah. like the wishes. She's like, feet the size of snow. Is that what it was? And um Eyes with skin as red as blood. No. No, no. And uh, um toenails, <laughs> ebony. Black. Also, somebody seeing three things in front of their eyes and going, I hope my daughter looks like this. If we were to do that right now, my daughter would look like a teal mug, <laughs> a gray seal, uh-huh. and my friend Sienna. <laughs> She's you, but grayer. Yeah. <laughs> eyes like mugs. Sort of a seal's... <laughs> Hair. <laughs> Very slick. <laughs> slick like a seal. Tall as me. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying. The fairest daughter in the land. The slipperiest girl in town. <laughs> I want her so beautiful she'll have to be killed. <laughs> I have a whole segment about Grumpy. I don't know if we should do it right now. I would love to hear what that is. Okay. This is a segment called Grumpy Absolutely Would. (laughs) Okay, I can't wait. Grumpy would absolutely have been asking about Hillary's emails. (laughs) (laughs) Grumpy would absolutely ask, well, what was she wearing? Oh my god, yep. (laughs) Absolutely where was Grumpy on January 6th? Oh, (laughs) has anyone seen Grumpy? (laughs) Grumpy would absolutely rate our podcast one star, saying we don't understand the genius of Francis Ford Coppola. Literally, one thing he said about women being poisoned, I think a man has said in our comments. <laughs> he uses the word females so much in this movie. Grumpy absolutely describes two women laughing together as two females getting excited. Oh my god. Oh. Absolutely seems unlikely that a Grumpy got the vaccine. There's no way. <laughs> he did not. If he wouldn't wash his hands. <laughs> and when asked... What he's been listening to recently, Grumpy would absolutely say he's very into the Joe Rogan experience. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) That concludes Grumpy absolutely would. (laughs) Liana, thank you so much. That was a wonderful segment. Thank you. And extremely true. Like they, <laughs> they, they lean in on that, that, that character animation, as you're saying. Mm-hmm. His is like Joe Rogan character. Oh, 
There's something important, though, that we must discuss, which is, was Snow White trying to bang Grumpy? (laughs) (laughs) This is our segment, Snow White absolutely was. (laughs) (laughs) She makes the man a pie. Is that just for him? She... I don't know if you noticed, if you could see on your little computer. No. <laughs> the extra scrap of dough that the birds took away, she puts back on the pie and writes grumpy. What the fuck? It was crazy. And she prays to God that he'll like her. Okay. She definitely has a crush on him. I don't know if she's trying to, because wow, I'm really seeing a lot of myself in Snow White right now. <laughs> of like, if I just keep showing him attention... He'll come around. Yeah, it was very much that thing of like, girl, you're interested in the one guy who doesn't like you? Yeah. You have six sweet, nice other options. They seem old. (gasps) Yeah, there's something really important we both noticed, but. Oh, please. What was it? When the evil queen comes dressed as uh, an ugly witch, <gasps> and she, and she comes, says, and she says, "Yes, yes girly." <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ooh, uh, I didn't know they had that word back then. I laughed out loud. Oh. I googled extensively to see if anybody else has, was talking about the fact that this nineteen when is this from thirty seven this nineteen thirty seven film. <laughs> Includes, yes, girly! <laughs> yes! Oh my god, bite that apple! Yes, yeah. girly! Yum. Girly! I love that for you! But no one has, so we need to bring it to the forefront. A hundred percent. The collective consciousness. Yes, girly. It's like, as she's handing her the apple, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it sounds insane to a modern ear. Yes, girly. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Go off, queen. <laughs> what? <laughs> Slay, bestie. <laughs> you've written and next on my corpse kissing tour (laughs) what is he i guess in the film they sort of make it okay because he yelled at her at the beginning and so he's like ah my wife my wife in her box i found her but what the way that they also present it so yeah so snow white's i guess blood congeals (laughs) is what they say oh yeah something snow white is dead for a while and uh after she takes a bite of this apple it's like it's like fade to black for a second they're kind of like yeah she died and they then, literally cut to explanation text yeah yeah so then they, crazy. Ex- they explain in this text they say uh yeah so snow white you know she she was still and dead but she was so beautiful that they couldn't bury her so mm-hmm. they put her in glass and then uh at some point the prince hears about it and, but the way they say it, they're like, the prince hears about this woman in glass, and he has to come see that. <laughs> if you heard that a very hot man was maybe dead on display somewhere, would you go? I mean, if they're like, listen, have you heard about this? He's a really hot guy. He's so hot <laughs> He's that so his hot. friends refuse to bury him. <laughs> <laughs> There's a beautiful meadow, and he's in glass, and he hasn't decomposed at all. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'd go see it. <laughs> like, I, Yeah, no, you're right. If people I don't think were I going, would. I'd go. Yeah, if I had a ride and knew where I could park, then maybe. But that's what's weird is he goes alone. <laughs> yeah. Red flag. There's not even anyone with him. You're right. One thing I think that we would be remiss, if not to just quickly go over again, mm-hmm. is when the queen dies. Oh! Oh, I had no memory of this. Me neither. This was oh, honestly worse death than in the original story where she at least gets to dance. <laughs> yeah, and she's like in a public place. Did she go to a wedding? Sure, she got, there was a good snack. She got to be her hot self again? Yes. She dies as an old, <laughs> an old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she, she dies an old bitch on a cliff. <laughs> what happens is, and you know what? You know what, Leanna? what a way to go <laughs> i'm afraid this is how i'm gonna go which is she throws her head back in laughter oh i thought you were gonna say an old bitch on a cliff <laughs> that too what happens is she this could happen to me this could be something that prevents me from getting to our recording on time which is that she, she throws her head back in laughter yeah gets struck by lightning <laughs> 
<laughs> so many factors. The probability of this death is so low. Her cliff gets struck by lightning. That cliff <laughs> topples down. She falls with it. And then a giant boulder that was definitely going in the other direction before. It defies gravity and falls atop her off screen. Ah! And then very dark. We are informed that she is dead. By two vultures mm-hmm. spinning around. Oh my god. That is a bad luck death. I know. <laughs> it was crazy. It was so insane. It was like she died in four different ways. And we were like, we got it. We oh my know. god. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I guess she was pretty evil, so they really wanted to be like, because she kicks a skeleton. <laughs> yeah. Because she kicks a skeleton <laughs> and tries to hurt a hot woman yeah she dies four times it's crazy <laughs> while an old bitch an old bitch. that what you called her she died an old bitch <laughs> imagine that in an obituary <laughs> queen whatever passed this last sunday <laughs> surrounded she by, died an old bitch <laughs> surrounded by seven dwarves who hated her <laughs> she is survived by the hottest woman <laughs> it's so funny that you thought that that font resonated with me because it did at one point the witch is reading from a spell book and it's that illuminated manuscript style and i was like whose job was it to illuminate this spell book and wouldn't you have been like wouldn't wouldn't the monk who was doing this have been like um guys like this is sleeping death like i feel like i shouldn't be writing this down is this allowed is this for the old bitch I can tell this is for the old bitch. <laughs> this has old bitch written all over it. I just wrote down a spell to turn her into old bitch. <laughs> what a delight. What a delight that we have found that. Women's month. <laughs> Are you getting chased off a cliff? <laughs> we'll be old bitch. <laughs> From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. 
Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Shall we? Ah! Oh my god. <laughs> I've become an old bitch. <laughs> you sounded like a turtle. <laughs> well, everybody, it is now time to prance along to our segment, Badges and Trages, when we award badges for things in this film that made us happy nice. and trages for things that made us grumpy wah, wah. or sleepy or sneezy or bashful. All these females. I have a badge, first of all, actually quite an earnest badge oh, for uh, water for water animation. Oh, I knew you were going to say this. <laughs> this is the one part of the oh. animation that I really must compliment because actually I kept writing down different. I wrote down ripples. I wrote down old cartoon water. Ah. And then I started writing more things. And then I was like, you know what? This is all just water themed. Mm-hmm. I also, the ripples apparently were also historic. Really? Animation wise. The ripples were very cool. <laughs> and then when they're chasing the old bitch. <laughs> Towards Cliff. <laughs> As they're approaching Cliff. The soon to be off Cliff, bitch. <laughs> they, they're, the, all the rocks and stuff are sort of drenched in water and it looks very cool. Mm. I was impressed. I have a badge for the puffy shirt. I oh. did not enjoy any other aspect of the prince, but oh, I am a, I will throw ass for a puffy shirt any day. He put his whole shirtussy <laughs> into that film. I just cannot stop thinking about him <laughs> screaming the last line. It's honestly like a jump scare. Yeah. I have a badge for female protagonist. Yes. Yes, girly. Yes, girly. <laughs> I have a badge for Snow lying down when she feels overwhelmed. This is she's just on her nightmare trip through the forest yeah. and she decides to just lie down <laughs> across three beds. No, in the forest oh. on the ground. <laughs> I will also give a badge for lying across three beds, and it looked extremely comfortable. It looked so comfortable. I have a badge for a montage, and um, I'm actually not 100% sure when this was, but do they, is it maybe, oh, I, I, uh, oh, I think it's the cleaning montage, and all the animals are helping clean. Yes, actually. And I was like, could somebody please come at Snow White in my apartment while I am at work? I similarly have a badge for animal assembly line. Oh. I love an assembly line. We talked about that in... Wizard of Oz. Just a cute assembly line. I have a badge for leaning into the spook. I did appreciate that this was before that they they knew they needed to be nice to children. And so you could make things scary (gasps) and not really worry about it. Yeah. And there was thunder. They were speaking sort of Shakespeareanly. The witch and the mirror. The witch. (laughs) The queen. The bitch. (laughs) To the mirror. (laughs) Oh, right, right, right. Snow White and the bitch. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I have a badge for shoe squeaks. Aww. It's right when the seven dwarves arrive back to their cottage and they're like, someone's cleaned up in here. Something mm. is wrong. And they're tiptoeing mm-hmm. through the home and the squeak sounds made me laugh out loud. Wow. Because they were all in unison squeaking and it was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, lol, that's so lol. loud. <laughs> If I may, lol. I have a badge for men putting on a talent show for you. It is hot when a man is like, this is for you, and then does a little dance. I have a badge for the queen's science scene. Oh, that was actually very fun. The earliest woman in STEM on this list. Yes. My final badge is for bunnies, sleepy bunnies, happy bunnies, cuddling bunnies. Oh, there were so many bunnies in this film. And I don't know if I ever told you this, but when I was living at home during the pandemic, in our backyard, we had baby bunnies. No. And I would come out and say good morning to them. And I one time tried to feed one a piece of grass and it got pretty close to me. 
<laughs> and that's honestly also a summary of my dating life. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. Yes, girly. Yes, girly. Shall we move on to trages? Yeah. I have a trage for the lie that you could dress terribly as she was in a scullery maid outfit and still look very beautiful. Yeah. When you're wearing a bad outfit that's not flattering, they can try to act like on TV that you will still look gorgeous. She's so beautiful. She looks good in rags. Nope. Mm -mm. No. Incorrect. Her hair was all done. Her makeup was done. Let's not pretend. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I have a trage for the I Want song being about a man. Oh, my gosh. Someday my prince will come. A trage for the male gaze Uh is so overwhelmingly, so... Uh, not inserted, oh. so overwhelmingly <laughs> uh, internalized. <laughs> it really penetrates the realm. That this queen, she doesn't even want, like the queen doesn't even want a man. She does not want the prince. But it is so important to her to be so beautiful that she will kill somebody for yes. being hotter than her. And there's no actual incentive there. Like I would get it if she's like, I need to be hot for this reason. Yeah. If she wanted to win some competition. Hottest. If she, <laughs> hottest bitch. <laughs> Hottest old bitch. The, the village's annual hottest old bitch <laughs> competition. If they had any reason, that'd be one thing. I would be like, okay, as is your right, you know? But yeah. she had no actual reason. She's like, it's just so implied that she needs to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. That is that is sick. It's fucked up. I've been trying for This guy is so embarrassing. <laughs> Everything the prince did. I was like... This is really embarrassing for you, my guy. Really You're is. 31 and you've just yelled at a 14-year-old. <laughs> Scampered away. She later calls him, quote, so romantic. <laughs> what, when you ran away from him? <laughs> I have a trudge for this film could use some editing. Oh, I got very bored during it. It everything was entirely too long. Mm-hmm. It felt like an animated short that they just decided we could tell you that they're gonna go wash their hands or we could animate 10 minutes of it. Yeah. I have a trudge for a bird crying. That's fucked up. That little tiny bird crying actual tears. Mm-mm. That was sad. I'm sorry. Thank you. I have a trudge for her feet were so small. They were too small. Oh, and for you. Very uncool. Wow. Uh, trudge for the woman cleaning slash mothering of uh-huh. it all. Uh-huh. And a trudge for she's a female <laughs> from Grumpy. Like... <laughs> That's exactly what uh, what Grumpy was bringing to the table. He mm. just hated women. It was his thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Misogynist, Misogynist. would be his modern day <laughs> name carved into his bed. Uh, I oh, have... Sleepy, happy, and misogynist. <laughs> I'll make him a gooseberry pie. <laughs> God, it's hard to spell misogynist in dough. <laughs> a lot of birds required yeah. for that. I have a trudge for girl-on-girl crime. Mm-hmm. That is the essence of this film. Yeah. Uncool. No. Team up, ladies. Why, when there's a female protagonist, does that have to be the thing? I have a trudge for kissing her awake. Famously, if somebody is asleep, they cannot give consent. The ending of this film... Banooners. Crazier than I could have remembered. Even at the time, it feels very weird. Yeah. And random. Just to say goodbye to the the pals that you were living with and never see them again, Western Mark? And we hadn't been in a world where... Him kissing her when she was dead made any sense at yeah. all. Who found out about True Love's kiss? The the, the, the old, old bitch. <laughs> She's the only one who knew and then the she queen. got killed. Yeah. No one knew. How did Florian find out? No. No. Liana. Oh my God. What if he didn't know? No, no. Liana. He did not know. <laughs> at least I read it as I'm the implication. for a consent seminar. <laughs> he really was Duh. on his corpse kissing tour. Yeah. Ah, a bitch. <laughs> a woodland bitch. <laughs> bitch lips. <laughs> and finally, I have a trudge for she certainly messed up the entire ecosystem of that forest with her woodland adventure. Ooh. She brought every animal. <laughs> <laughs> Again, hundreds. <laughs> Not just a deer and a bunny. She brought all the bunnies. Every single animal. All the chipmunks, all the birds. <laughs> they go back and it's too dense to walk through because that clearing, every animal. It's doomed. The forest was is doomed. Making a pie. 
I also have a logistical trage as yeah. my final trage, which is, and they lived happily ever after. Um, where? In whose kingdom? Who has sovereignty? Where? The old bitch is dead. Snow recently revived. I guess has to go take that throne. Yeah. Where is the prince from? What does he rule? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Have we confirmed he's a prince? <laughs> sort of just a freak who's <laughs> yelling. He goes from town to town, kingdom to kingdom, yelling near women and then kissing the dead ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at best, kissing whatever the the sight to see of the time is at best mm -hmm. yeah he kissed the hindenburg <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> he'd kiss he kissed the dead sea scrolls and <laughs> he kissed the da vinci code <laughs> if you put it in that context it's not so bad <laughs> It seems it is time for us to move on. <laughs> to how to pretend you've seen this film. Oh. I got something. Boy, oh boy. Okay. This is for, you are at <laughs> the office party. Uh-huh. And Walt is getting nude. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, you know, I'm, I'm doing this in honor of the post-film release Snow White party. Uh -huh. Have you seen that film? If you have, I won't get nude. <laughs> And to thank God, <laughs> stop Walt <laughs> from getting nude in front of you. <laughs> He's telling you. He is warning you. <laughs> in celebration, <laughs> uh, <laughs> here are some things that you could say to pretend that you've seen the film Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Oh, God. Walt, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is not just an animated film, but at the time, it was one of the first animated movies to make people emote, to mm. make adults cry in the mm. theater. Mm. Don't get nude. <laughs> Don't get nude. Oh, Walt. Yes, I know you. You sent me a screenplay that was written in the white European font. I remember. <laughs> Please don't get nude. Walt... Some of the animation feats in this film were unseen before, such as the personality animation and the way that they animated the water and the ripples. Very, very impressive. Please don't get nude. <laughs> Walt, I said I want a gooseberry pie, not to see your gooseberries. Please don't get nude. Uh, that was good. <laughs> Walt, is that a horse? <laughs> the horse got inside. Ah. Oh, please, no, please don't get nude. Hotelier horse. <laughs> Amenities horse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Speaking of not getting nude, mm -hmm. now it is time for should you watch this or in which we inform you if we think you should watch this film or if you should please not get nude. <laughs> <laughs> Liana, how do you feel? Uh, no, I don't think you need to watch this. None of the songs are bangers. No. I thought there would be a banger in this and it was more just like, oh, that's what this is. Like, someday my prince will come. Was the only song I sort of remembered and hi-ho, but that's problematic. And, uh, and it's, weird. you know, I would say... What you could do instead is Google photos of German forests mm. and have a look around because they are gorgeous. I did not know. And you could go visit Germany. That's wonderful. Sienna, what about you? Yes. Yeah, you don't have to watch this movie. Mm -mm. Um, it's way longer than you think. Yeah. Huh? I'd say what you could do instead is visit Disneyland. Oh. And you also could play... The Disney Princesses <gasps> Game Boy game for oh. the Game Boy Advance SP. Oh, which similarly to this being made before they were afraid to scare children, yeah, huh. that Game Boy game was made before they tried making video games easier for children. <laughs> anyway, kept me entertained for many a road trip as a child, and that's the kind of the best way to see Snow White. And she does a lot of ah in it whenever you win. <laughs>
There you go. I love that. Well, Sienna, how would you rate the film Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? I would give this movie two gooseberry pies out of five. It is an animated movie, so it can't mess you up too bad. But they still manage to, you know, do damage to the LP community and then also make a huge age difference between the co-stars. So... (laughs) You know, that's so fucking annoying. <laughs> so, even when animated, it really just goes to show that like these are like this, this whole, this whole system yeah. is bad. Fucked up, baby. I too would give this film two, <gasps> Cute. two old bitches <laughs> out of five. Yes. It's getting a full one just for those buns. They were such cute little bunnies. Yeah. And I enjoyed the scenery and just that, like, that font, that winding vine up a thing. That's me, baby. So I really resonated with a lot of the imagery. Mm. And uh, uh, (laughs) I love a a forest. (laughs) You do love a forest. I'm a slut for nature, you know? What can I say? So anytime it shows up, I say, oh, hello. Uh, Too long. Yep. Too problematic. Too many men getting nude. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to rate higher than that. So pretty boring, actually, a little bit. I was so bored. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm wishing. Well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Danke. On this episode of Tossed Popcorn. This has been Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Schneeweissen. <laughs> Schneeweissen. Yeah. And the shaven... No, we're not going to try that. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to find your... Prince. Someday my prince will come to my Instagram account mm-hmm. at Tossed Popcorn. Someday my prince will come I'm, to follow us on TikTok. Yeah. I'm wishing for you to give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Hi ho. Hi ho. Subscribe to our show. <laughs> if you don't, you are a ho. And a misogynist. Yeah. Misogynist. <laughs> the movie um happy women's month everybody okay and join Join us us next week when we will be watching oh god oh my god women's month has ended annie hall i'm wishing wishing. to not watch that film (gasps) we'll see you next week Thank you. We love you. Bye. 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 You can find us on Instagram as at Sienna Jekyll and at Liana Holston. Please check the description for the spelling of our dumb names. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. See you next week on Tossed Popcorn. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check the iHeartRadio app. We have to do old bitch merchandise. (laughs) We have to. She's also my favorite character for sure. Oh, yeah. (laughs) To be clear. The best bitch on the list. The best bitch in the land. (laughs) (laughs) Oldest bitch. (laughs) I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts